0: going on win daily family it's tenacious d jones david jones down in atlanta the southern voice on sirius xms our show saturday nights at 11 p.m eastern hosted by the one and only jay mizrahi say what's up jay what's up buddy how you doing man doing good man doing good but i'm not doing as good as our other co-host mr javi Prolezzo. uh what anything going on this week man what's new with you
1: yeah i uh uh, it's been a good week. Um, you know, start off the New Year's right. I uh, On New Year's Day yesterday, I uh, hit 100K on, on a FanDuel $2,000 tournament. Um, honestly, I wasn't very confident because I was going into the movies an hour and a half before lock, and I wasn't going to check my phone. And I uh, I tell people all the time to not uh, not do NBA unless you can check until lock, and I didn't listen to my own advice on it paid off so it's been
0: a good week yeah man that's awesome I was watching you as you know I was sitting in second in that tournament for a long time that night but you had more players. You crept up, man, and you won the 100K up top again. That is 200K wins in like I think four months, maybe five, something like that. <laughs> Doesn't matter. That's a lot of money in a short period of time, and uh, that's the way you start off the new year. I mean, a hundred thousand dollars January 1st. It's a good time. I mean, you played it perfect. You didn't get taxed on it on the 31st. You did it January 1st. So congratulations mr hobby but we're jumping into nfl we've got four games four playoff games. seasons over for a lot of our favorite teams but they've broken the sites have broken it down into a couple different slates you've got two two gamers with big prizes up top in both and then you could play the four game slate if you want to we're going to talk about the two game slate on saturday then the two game slate on slate on sunday then you can piece it together for yourself and we'll uh, build a lineup here at the end but the first Game we have are the Buffalo Bills, my Super Bowl underdog pick. I got 8,000 to one or plus 8,000. So I bet $100 at the beginning of the season I'll win 8,000 if they win at all, but I'll hedge it on Houston here too. Not to win, just get my money back. If you don't know how to do that, hit me in Discord or Google it. But guys, uh, Jason, why don't you start us off, man? Do you like, uh, there's only two games to pick from. So you got to like some plays from this team. Uh, What are you thinking?
2: I'm thinking. This Buffalo team will probably score some points. I'm not on top of Watson here. I know he's projected well. Um, Hopkins projected well. I'm kind of leaning towards the Buffalo side, but, you know, in in a two-game slate, I'm going to be more focused myself on the four-game slate. You know, I don't really like the two-game slate. There's going to be so much overlap here. There's not too many choices. It's a playoff game. Um, It's going to be a tight game contested. So I'm more focused throughout on this four-game slate. But if you make me pick things here, I think Cole Beasley on FanDuel and John Brown are both cheap, you know, salary savers. You get them 24 dollars to $2,000 cheaper than Hopkins and A.J. Brown and, and players above them. So I like Brown and Beasley. I hear people talking now about potentially rostering Carlos Hyde as a kind of sneaky value play. I guess he makes more sense than Sony Michelle or the, the Patriots running backs. I like James White, you know, for for kings. But for FanDuel, I don't mind Carlos Hyde, especially in the two-game slate. You know, if you can just squeeze in a touchdown here, he's okay. You've got to pick two running backs here. So, you know, maybe some Carlos Hyde. Josh Allen makes sense. You know, Deshaun Watson obviously makes sense. And then you can maybe sprinkle in some Darren Fales. And one of the plays I like the most out of this game is probably Buffalo defense here. They're, you know, one of the cheapest of the slate. Um, I want value out of my defense. I'm not going to play the Titans. So I'll probably either take the Patriots or Buffalo um, in this slate as far as defense goes. And I don't I don't mind Buffalo for the full game uh, Saturday-Sunday slate as well. Javi, what do you see here?
1: Yeah, so my my top quarterback is going to be Josh Allen. I think he's... Houston- Houston's defense is is broken their whole team's broken they they've they're basically limping into the playoffs from from what it looks like uh they had an easy easier time getting there um honestly I don't see them as a playoff team and they're just falling apart so uh I believe in the Buffalo defense Uh, I don't believe in the the Houston's offense I mean it seems like everyone's banged up uh Will Fuller's game time decision I don't think he'll suit up though because he's a I know that's your boy DJ, but he's a little—he's uh, a little baby. Yeah, yeah to be uh, to be uh, p- PG about it, but um, uh, Josh Allen's my top quarterback. I like John Brown a lot because I'm a fan of stacking, and I think he's the main guy there uh, and who sees the most targets as well. And then I like Devin Singletary as well, so I think he'll get a you know a bunch of catches. Um, probably run one in short, but you know I'm, I'm gonna have a lot of lineups with. Josh Allen, Singletary, and John Brown, and Bills defense. So it's a lot of Bills, but it's a four. It's a four gamer. Um, if you do the Saturday only slate, you know nothing. <laughs> it's even less sneakier to do it. But I mean, if you mm-hmm. do the four gamer, uh, I don't think that's going to be as popular. And I don't hate it personally. I'll probably have a bunch of it. So that's my take. I'm not really on the Texans side. I I, I believe in the Buffalo defense, and the Texans have a terrible O line. So um, mm-hmm. they're they're going to get a bunch of sacks. So. lock it in for me yeah
0: man i'm with you josh allen my boy i was playing him a lot this season more at the beginning when not many people were on him but he's just a running quarterback he runs he throws don't worry about last game they were just trying to keep him uh just uh, keep his mind focused maybe by playing him in that game that didn't matter for you know uh, was it a quarter maybe a half i don't know i didn't watch it was a boring game none of the starters played but uh, he's my top quarterback here, too. I do think the Bills win this game, and it's not just because I have a Super Bowl bet on him. It's because I think that they are the better team. I think John Brown is the best receiver to stack him with. He's a big play guy. He's their best receiver in a playoff game. You go to your best receiver, and that's what John Brown is. Cole Beasley is sneaky, um, but not as sneaky as you might think on a, a two-gamer here. But he's priced right next to – a. Right next to Brown, so if you don't, I, I mean, I would just, I would definitely take Brown there if I had the money for it. Um, I think uh, Devin Singletary is in a good spot too. Uh, everyone, it, there's, there's not going to be a lot of sneaky stuff here, guys. This is, this is how you win one of these. You, you take the best plays, and then you get weird on like maybe a guy or two guys or a defense and a guy. Uh, you don't have to completely scramble your, your whole lineup here. Devin Singletary is uh one of the best backs here that you can choose from you know he's going to get the volume unless he starts getting vultured by a uh, old man gore who got a lot of uh, carries the last game actually not the last one the one before that mattered um but he could get it in the red zone but he's not going all the way down the field devin singletary is your guy and then i'm i'm probably locking in deandre hopkins On this whole slate, you just know he's going to get the volume. Will Fuller's injured. It's my boy. But when Fuller's out, Hopkins is even better. I mean, I can see him easily getting like, I mean, he could get 16 targets here. They're just going to have to throw it to him, especially if they're down. Even if he's covered, he's getting a ton of looks. And I think you just try and find a way to fit him in. Over here at uh, wide receiver two for Houston, if Fuller's out, Stills becomes a real play. He's cheaper than Beasley. If you're trying to save some salary or you decide you want to play Watson and pair up Watson, Hopkins and Stills, that's a way to go. But uh, I think I'll have Allen myself and uh, over here at tight end, too. So you have something interesting with Jordan Aikens, uh, the Houston tight end. He's decent when he plays, but he's got a hamstring injury. It popped up at practice on Thursday, so we need to keep an eye on that. If he's out, Darren Fells is your best tight end on the slate. But I'll also say too that I don't think Fells has giant upside here. Um, he has more upside than any of the other guys, but he could easily come out flat and get you, you know, three or four points. And if that's the case, you might as well spend down somewhere else on this slate. If you don't think any tight ends going for six, seven points, then you might as well take a cheaper guy. And uh, we'll touch on that a little bit later. But um, I think we broke that down pretty good. Uh, the defense, I agree, for the Bills is good too. I should mention that um but that's it really for that game guys let's go bills let's go josh allen uh you can also read we're putting up cheat sheets over at windailysports.com uh you can talk to us in the discord channel leading up to the game we we're all talking to hobby monday night when he was out there winning 100k hopefully it'll be one of you guys or hopefully it'll be me or hopefully it'll be jay or hobby again but the next game's over at uh new england we've got the titans that looked great last week but against the poor defense going up against the New England Patriots that uh, everyone's telling Brady he's done. And I'm thinking that's a pretty bad idea to tell Tom Brady going into what could be his last or second to last playoffs. Uh, So, Jay, I'm going to ask you to start it off. Tell me your uh, your favorite guys from this game.
2: Favorite guy in DK is going to be James White. I think the price for White with the full PPR is a good savings, you know, over on DraftKings. On FanDuel, this game is not too appetizing. I, I think Henry, you know, he he can get one in the end zone. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked if he scores a touchdown. Guy's been beasting all year long. But <laughs> you know, Tennessee, for the most part, didn't have a, a strong schedule. Um, they've been hot as hell, man. They've been playing well. I give Tannehill credit. I give Derrick Henry credit um their coaching staff credit but i think the patriots and belichick figure things out here and they they put a stop to this game um i think it's gonna be a low scoring game i don't mind henry don't get me wrong i think there's a way that henry does well he gets two touchdowns and he he carries the game i can even see tennessee win this game outright but i think overall it's gonna be a low scoring game so i'm gonna try my best to avoid this game as much as possible Maybe have a share of James White, like I said, on DraftKings. Maybe even have a share of Julian Edelman. But I really don't want much from this game. I'm going to try to avoid this in a two-game – I mean, in a four-game slate. In a two-game slate, you got to stuff it in. Um, I think you can play some Patriots defense. Um, they've been good all year. Give, give Bell, you know, at home, playoff game, and, you know, their favored. As well, so they're going to try to shut down Henry. I'm avoiding the high price tag. I'm fading Henry. You know, I'm probably going to make multiple lineups. So if I'm making, you know, five or six lineups, I'll throw Henry on one just to have it, just in case. But I'm going to fade him in my main lineup, and that's the way I'm looking at it.
1: Javi, what are you thinking? Yeah, so I think my my number two receiver for this, you know, Saturday Sunday slate, um, it, you know, Michael Thomas is up top for me which we'll get into later. But I think Julian Edelman is going to be the one that I believe in the most. Um, Yeah, his target share has gone down the last three weeks, but they pretty much locked the playoff spot. Uh, But before that, he was seeing double-digit targets. He saw double-digit targets in in eight straight games before the last three weeks. He says he's feeling better this week than he has the the past few weeks. So I think I believe him. I think this is a a smash spot for, for Edelman against a Tennessee secondary that, yeah, it's been better. But it's still susceptible, and I think uh, Tom Brady has something to prove. I, I think uh, – I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans do win outright, outright but uh, I think it's, it's New England, it's the Patriots in the playoffs. They're, they're yeah. going to win this game. But, I, again, I it, it, like Jay said, it's a game I, I want to avoid too. I think the only person I really, really like is uh, Julian Edelman. Uh, from the running back standpoint, I try to shy away from the – Patriots running backs because there's too many mouths to feed but James White especially on DK is also a good play just because he gets a lot of receptions um so I agree with you on that and uh that's that's all I really like what about you DJ uh so no one no
0: one at tied in from either of these games that uh that anyone's considering like what about Jonu Smith or Ben Watson um Jay do you like either of those
2: guys Nah, if you want to go deep GPP, you can throw Jonu into the mix there, but you know it's not something that I really want to target um, in a four-game slate. I think there's better spots to, to, you know, to pick on. He's not a yeah, guy I really, really want. You know, this Patriots defense is good, man. They're they're gonna they're gonna keep this game low-scoring. They're not gonna let. They're they're gonna try to make sure Brady doesn't make any mistake. Control the clock. I think you know it's a lower scoring than people think um I think potentially there's there's some upside and maybe taking Brady. He's cheap on DraftKings, not on FanDuel again, but on DraftKings you can maybe go that route if you mm-hmm. want to be a little bit different. I don't know what ownership ends up being, you know, in a playoff <laughs> slate with four games. But if he's if he's low owned, he's definitely cheap. You know, you need savings elsewhere. Brady at five point eight. Um, lowest quarterback of the slate. Um, I think he makes some sense here, man. I think for from a value perspective, you can take a shot on him. Like like Avi said, element makes sense. But from a tight end perspective, you know I'm probably gonna lean elsewhere here.
0: Yeah. So Jay's playing the that four gamer, and we do have better options on the Sunday games. But if I'm playing this two gamer, which I am, I'm treating it a lot like a showdown, which it really is. Johnu Smith's probably my uh, my favorite guy here. Um, he, last week he had a dud game, but before that he had a touchdown in two of the last three. Uh, I know the receiving core has been getting healthier, but the tight end position ha- has been healthy, and it's uh, it's Johnu there so. I don't hate him there, especially when I know that all the the Patriots are going to be mainly focused on uh, A.J. Brown in the receiving game. That's what they do. I'm not touching A.J. Brown. Uh, with the uh, Going against the Patriots, I've said it for for years now, you play the number two and the number three wide receiver, and you hope that it hits because the top one's probably not. And those guys are Corey Davis and uh, Tajay Sharp. That's the two and three for Tennessee right now. So I think one of these guys is going to have a – a good day, not uh, 22 points, but going to pay off their salary of $5,000 in change on uh, on FanDuel. So if I had to pick one, I think I would probably go sharp still over Davis. They're priced uh, right about next to each other. And Davis uh, had the better game last week. So I think I would go sharp on one of these punt teams I'm going to make, but backing it up over to quarterback Ryan till Tannehill. He's looked great. Uh, but he's going against the Patriots, and I'm not so sure it's the right spot for him. Tom Brady getting older, but it's playoff time. You can't really ever count him out, but he's not my favorite quarterback. That's Josh Allen. Like I said, I'll have uh, multiple teams, but most will have Allen on them. As far as Derrick Henry goes, I don't think you can stop Derrick Henry. I think the Patriots know how to stop him, but I don't think they're going to be able to execute it. This guy, he's too good right now. He is huge. He's a wrecking ball. It's like trying to stop Jerome Bettis. It is hard to do. So they're going to pound it through Henry, through the Patriots line. And I think he gets another 100 yards here and gets in the end zone. I think he's your top running back, um, even though he's going to be limited from what he was last week. But if you're playing a, a two game slate, you know, someone, you know, the, top, the highest scoring running back could get 15 points, if that. So Derek Henry's my main guy. And then with the New England Patriots running backs, you've got Michelle, you've got White, you've got Burkhead. And if there's one thing I know about the Patriots in the playoffs, it's that you can't really expect unexpected is a better way to say it. One of these guys is going to do something good. Michelle's priced the highest. I'm going to cross him off. James White, I like the best anyway. So he's going to be in there. And they utilize Rex Burkhead. I mean, he's it's not a sexy name, but in the past, oh, gosh, what, uh, four weeks, he has two touchdowns. He's getting the ball uh, you know, six, seven times, a few targets through the air, he, and he looks good out there. He, he's really scrambling around good, so he, he's a decent punt. Uh, again, I'm trying to break all these guys down because it's a very short slate, but that's where my head's at. I like Henry, and I like either White. Uh, I, I like White more than Burkhead, don't get me wrong, but if I'm punting, I'll look at Burkhead. I don't care. We, we got We're going to have to do something different. Julian Edelman over at wide receiver, I totally agree with Javi. Um, Edelman in the playoffs is something that you want to be invested in. And then all over at defense, we're going to have to pick one of the four. So you're going to have to look at Patriots. They've been the best all year. They had an easy schedule. That's fine, whatever. Titans aren't some amazing team that they can't handle, especially in the playoffs. Um, so I like the Patriots, and I like the Bills. But I'll also I'll also say on these slates, you have to kind of get weird with defenses sometimes. So let's say all the games are close. They're decent scoring. Everyone's scoring about 20, 24 points. Uh, you're going to need the defense that gets the most sacks and gets, you know, the weird fumble recovery for a touchdown or pick six. So I don't really count any of these defenses out um, that much. So Anything can really happen. So if you have a team you love and can't decide between one or two defenses, just make two teams and, and swap up the defenses and don't hate yourself later for it. Cause defense is something you can't control, but uh, that takes care of the Saturday slate. Uh, let's bump over to, Sunday. Let me toggle over here in FanDuel and see what we got here, guys. And remember, you can check out our cheat sheets, and you can read our articles over at WindailySports.com, and talk to us in the Discord channel, which is really popping lately. We have a lot of new people in there, and it's it's been fun. We've got one guy chasing a NBA qualifier tonight. uh It's Isaiah, one of our new new writers. So we're we're hoping when we get off this that he's. I mean, what's happen, the coming
1: dude. update on that, DJ? What What's that? What's the current update on that? Uh, I'll pull it up here.
0: When you guys are talking about this Minnesota and New Orleans game, we've got a a rematch of a controversial game last week. I know how I feel about it, but Jay, tell me, tell me a few of your favorite plays here.
2: This is a game to stack, you know, in this four game, the Sunday slate, if you're playing the four game Saturday, Sunday, I would, you know, I would push everybody and try to convince everybody to stack these two games and kind of, you know, fade the Saturday games, get some action in the Saturday only games, but, you know, hold off. You're going to be losing all day Saturday, but you'll make a run on Sunday and stack these Sunday games. These are the, the weaker of the defenses. These are the, you know, the, the high potent offenses in New Orleans, and Minnesota's going to be playing from behind. Um, I think Thielen is mispriced. He's probably the best value of the slate, especially on DraftKings again. But even on FanDuel, he's way too cheap. He hasn't played really, you know, in the past, you know, six, seven weeks. I wrote him up. He's healthy at this point. Or we can assume he's healthy. We can assume that New Orleans is gonna smash Minnesota, which I think is gonna happen. And you know, Minnesota's gonna be chasing the entire game. And they're not gonna be able to run the ball on New Orleans. So you're gonna have to throw the ball. So I can I can expect cousins having to throw the ball probably 30, 40 times to, to stay in this game. So I want Michael Thomas. He's the, the lock button. It, it's as easy as it gets to play Thomas. If you want to fade Thomas, if you're making, say, six, seven lineups, have one lineup without Thomas just in case something freakish happens and he doesn't go off or he gets hurt, concussion, something weird like that, and you have a massive edge on the slate. But if you're playing cash, you're playing one optimal I say you still have Thomas because he's in a smash spot. Um, yeah. Diggs and Thielen look great. I think Kamara by default—he's um, your better value at running back. Someone you can pretty much, you know, sure up to get you 15, 20 points depending on the site. And he can have a you can have an amazing day if this game stays a little bit closer for a little bit longer. So those are the plays. I don't, I don't really want anything to do with the Minnesota run game. We don't really know yet. Um, at this point in time, what's going on? Who's playing? who's not playing? So you're gonna have to check out the live stream on Sunday morning or or Saturday afternoon. Hopefully, there's an update somewhere. we can update you on Twitter and give you a better idea of who's playing, who's not playing out in the Minnesota backfield. But I think Breeze Thomas Kamar is a safe way to build um, or start the build of a cash game, you know lineup um, either on the Sunday only slate or on a Saturday Sunday slate. So, That's the way I'm looking at it. Jarrett Cook also is in play, and Kyle Rudolph is in play, if you want to, you know, dig a little bit deeper. But these two games will be the games I'm stacking. I don't want anything to do with either defense. But I think the Saints defense could, you know, hang in there um, as a possible, you know, a possible play as well. So, Avi, you kind of feel the same way, or you have some kind of different take here?
1: No, pretty much... Same thing with you. Uh, Michael Thomas is my life, my lock button on every lineup. I'm doing 10 lineups. I'll keep him out of uh, one, maybe two max, but he's going to be my first person I click. And then Alvin Kamara, I think they've uh, been resting him up and limiting his snaps for this opportunity. So I think he's going to go off. Um, I, I, I don't like really the Minnesota side. I know you mentioned that. Um, yeah, they're underpriced. Yeah, Thielen's underpriced. Rudolph's underpriced, but not my favorite plays i think um i'll have some shares of rudolph just because the punt tight end um i think that's the way to go for this you know either the two gamer or the four gamer actually is the punt tight end so rudolph and and hollister who we'll talk about next are are my favorite tight ends uh maybe some shares of of Johnu smith but i'm not uh i'm not high on the viking side at all i'm gonna stick to the three bills um and the two big saints players and that's about it with Edelman. So that's that's how my build's looking for the for the Saturday Sunday slate. Uh, for Sunday only, um, I think I can see the Jared Cook and the Kamara and Thomas together, and then definitely you have to have Breeze in there. But uh, uh, if you're doing the Saturday Sunday, I I prefer Josh Allen over Breeze still personally. So uh, that's my take. I'll let uh I'll let DJ take over here. I think I've said enough. So.
0: Yeah, um, I, I pretty much agree with you guys. I, I don't want much to do with the Minnesota side. I do like the Saints' defense a lot. They won it for me on uh, Thanksgiving Day, won my qualifier seat because no one was on them. They're in a just a revenge spot here, guys. They hate the Vikings. They hate the way that they've lost to the Vikings. They're going to win this game, and they're just going to run up the score, I think. The Vikings are... I just don't think they have much of a chance without Cook here, especially in New Orleans. It's just not going to happen. So I like Breeze a lot, of course. I'm not going to play Cousins. Uh, I like Kamara a lot. I agree with what Javi said about them resting or not over over pushing him would be a better way to say it uh, throughout the season. It's go time right now. I like him better than Lat Murray, which isn't always the case. Michael Thomas is a lock button. Adam Thielen is underpriced. I like that a lot. Stephon Diggs, I think that they bottle him up. I think they don't like how him going off in the last playoff games against them. They know they got to stop Diggs. They know Thielen's beat up. All you got to do is stop Diggs. All you do is stop Diggs. So I'm probably not going to have much of him because I'm going to have to take a stand somewhere and he's going to be one of them. Um, But again, Thielen, great. Uh, None of these cheap wide receivers really do it for me. I just think it's going to be a lot of Thomas. But over at tight end... Uh, we got a guy over here that constantly – we've got two guys that crush, actually. But we've got a guy over here that constantly crushes, and no one ever plays him. And all everyone always laughs him off like he's nothing and he's a flash in the pan. And they're all wrong. Taysom Hill is 5,300 oh. against the Minnesota Vikings. If we're punting tight end, that's one of the first places you start. He has three touchdowns in three weeks. They know how to use him. They get him involved in the red zone. They're going to give him a shot to get in the end zone and uh, he's put up double digit scores three of the past five weeks and hasn't got a zero since uh since they uh, started utilizing him really uh, about halfway through the season more. So, give me some Taysom Hills a punt and hopefully he's low owned, but Jared Cook also outstanding play. It should be Cook and Thomas, Cook's producing uh pretty much every week here. He looks he looks great. My goodness, I'm looking at his game log and he's only not got double digits like once the past 3 months. So, he's your he's
1: top dead. guy. Taysom do, you remember, Hill's fun. do you remember when you and Jay – remember when I said, you know, hey, the Dolphins are going to beat the Patriots, and you guys yeah. acted like I was the craziest human being on the planet? I think you're crazy to play Taysom Hill. Um, I, okay. I understand he's, he's, he's gone off, but just to be the the devil's advocate in here, I mean, he's only – he's seen two – he's seen under five rushes in four of the last five games, and he's got two targets in – three of the last five games, and then the other games he has one target. So, yeah, he's very touchdown dependent, and he could score, but I don't know. I don't think I can do that. What are your thoughts, Jay?
2: Sneaky. You know, on a Sunday only sneaky in mm-hmm. um, a potential blowout. Maybe he gets a couple extra touches. It's the playoffs. You know, you got to be different. You know, I, I wasn't thinking it. For-
1: I'm the crazy one, huh? Of course I am, right? Jeez.
2: No, no, you're not cr- crazy. Uh, I think David's crazy. I was never thinking it, but <laughs> he put up an argument. Would he be in my first five, six lineups? No. It would. It would take me probably ten lineups to get him in. So I, mm-hmm. I don't think he's crazy for saying it, but he's, you know, for for the Sunday slate to be different, he'll be the lowest owned of the bunch. So it makes some sense. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not saying
0: Taysom Hill's my top guy here, guys, but this is a showdown slate, essentially, and you're going to have to get that value guy, and you have a flex spot. Look, is he as good as Cook? No, I already said that. Is Hollister in a better spot? Yeah. Is Dallas Goddard going to be in a better spot? Yeah, he is too. But if we're talking about punting players that can catch passes, I'll, I'll I'll roll with it because look, I watch a lot of Saints football. Unfortunately, I hate the Saints. I'm here in Atlanta, and I've had my eye on Hill for a couple years, and and they just they know how to use him. He can uh, he can just make plays. He's a playmaking kind of guy. That's why he's involved and, and comes in and takes snaps for Drew Brees sometimes. So it's out. just the punt. Do yeah. do with it I as thought. you please. But that's uh that's my take on it. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. Uh oh, by the way too, Javi, I was gonna bring this up. I wrote a note down. You're yeah. also talking to the guys who called the Bengals first win of the season. So <laughs>
1: well, So yeah, you so you have a crazy take with the Bengals first win. I got the Dolphins being the Patriots with being seventeen point underdogs. What's 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 your crazy take, Jay? Is it this week or no? Who wins uh, the Super
0: Bowl, Jay? Give us a weird one.
1: Yeah.
2: Weird Super Bowl take? Yeah. Or any take? Uh, okay. Any take? Uh, I think I'm the, the Bills upset the Texans straight up. Slight, yeah. slight underdog. I'll take I think that's the Bills great. money line. No, How man, about we a
1: parlay? Wow. Pick oh, wow. Say let's that again.
0: Four of them, Jay. Say what? L- let's do a, a fourteen parlay. Let's think about it as we make our way through this last game and try and right. uh, nail down a fourteen parlay at the end of the show. How about that? All right, we'll do that. All right, cool. So that's the New Orleans game. Saints are going to win. Uh, so Seattle at Philly. Uh, I know Javi is a. It sounds like liking Hollister a lot. So I think I'm going to let you uh, start
1: here, man. What's what's your takes on this game? Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. Is the one game that I don't know what to expect. I honestly think, even though the Eagles don't deserve it, they're going to pull out the victory at home. But I don't. I don't know how to attack this game really, except for. Mm. You know, the wide receivers are – they're all beat up. Um, Seattle's secondary is, is garbage. Philadelphia's secondary is garbage. Um, I still think that Philadelphia's run defense is is solid. Um, yeah, Saquon scored a touchdown, but they bottled them up until that long touchdown run. I mean, that's about it. So I think I'm avoiding the running backs from from both sides because we don't know what's going on with Miles Sanders. It, mm-hmm. it does sound like Miles Sanders might play, but I'm off of it um i'm off boston scott i'm only on boston scott if they rule out miles sanders so if if that happens if they say miles sanders is out i will load up boston scott and all my lineups. oh yeah except oh, yeah. a few maybe you know just to be different but um other than that i'm avoiding it until miles sanders is ruled out as for the receivers i do i do like a lot of uh locket maybe metcalf to be different but i i like what i'm seeing with Lockett the last few weeks i just don't Russell Wilson has looked very suspect the last five weeks. So I don't I don't want to go Wentz. I don't want to go Wilson. Um, I want to go Lockett. Um, I, I don't know about Ertz. If Ertz is ruled out, give me Goddard in a ton of lineups. But if Ertz plays, which it looks like he is, I'm going to avoid both tight ends because I don't know what to expect. Either Ertz right. is going to be super limited because he's hurt, or and Goddard might be the main he- target, but I can't play Goddard for – 6,700 on FanDuel. No, you can't, Javi. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh plus, I don't want to play Goddard. So, yeah. Hollister's my my main tight end um for, you know, Saturday-Sunday slate and for the Sunday-only slate. He's 5,700 on FanDuel. I don't know what he is on DraftKings. I'm sorry I don't have it up. But Hollister's seeing the target share. He was an inch away from scoring a touchdown last week. He saw eight targets last week, six to the week before. Uh, load me up some some Hollister Um, I'm not I'm probably go with Tyler Lockett like I said avoid the running backs avoid the quarterbacks and I mean that's my my take for the most part what about you Jay?
2: Um, With the Goddard call I think I think he's more in play than than you're calling him out for I like Hollister a lot but I think Goddard even if Ertz plays he's going to be more of a you know in an innocent bystander, he's he's playing with, you know, a real injury here. So, Goddard's almost had better games when Ertz been out, out there on the field. So, especially with Jeff, yeah, Aguilar, you know, I think one of the reasons why Goddard didn't do it well last week when he was super high on was it was raining out. There was no other weapons, so they kind of, you know, focused on Goddard. If Ertz plays even as a decoy, I think Goddard – becomes just as good or maybe even better if Ertz plays um, and ownership will go down on him a little bit in a two game, four game slate. I think Goddard's still on the radar. I think he can run two tight end sets because I do like Hollister a lot, but I do lean to either Metcalf or, um, you know, lock it slightly ahead of Hollister, but I like Hollister's discount. And Seattle's banged up, you know, as far as wide receivers go, you know, they're, third and fourth receivers are kind of shaken up too. So, you know, I'd probably load up on Lockett, Metcalf, and and Hollister. So I agree to all that. Really want nothing to do with the, the running back situations. I think both quarterbacks are in play. I think, you know, for a fun little weekend, I think you want shares of pretty much every quarterback, um, probably besides Kirk Cousins. But don't be surprised if Kirk Cousins, you know, throws the ball 40 times and still gets there somehow. So the way I'm going to build – is just just stack, you know, one share at least of each quarterback. And in this game, I'll probably get get two shares of Wilson, two shares of Wentz because these playoff games they get, you know, everybody's going to stay in it, they're going to be throwing the ball late. So as long as the game is, you know, somewhat competitive, the game's going to be keep moving and move moving. be one of the tighter games where I think they're even match teams. They had secondary, so I think both these quarterbacks are in play. So I'm going to be on these quarterbacks, you know, probably um, more Wilson than Wentz. Um, but if Wentz doesn't have Miles Sanders, he might have to throw the ball more. He's mobile. Um, I think this game kind of shoots out here. So I- I'm with it. I'm with both quarterbacks and receivers. No real running backs from this game.
0: Yeah, when uh, for anyone who doesn't know, when Jay says he wants shares of uh, shares of somebody, that means if he's making multiple lineups and wants to try and stack a few different teams, which is a good strategy on these little two-game and four-game slates, uh, you want to make sure you have a receiver with your quarterback unless you have a tight end or both. I mean, if we're, if a quarterback goes off this late, he's going to throw two or three touchdowns. That's going to be one or two or three different people from his team. So you're going you're to have to try and pair them up and, and kind of, you know, uh, just figure it out. So if you're doing one team, we're going to try and help you out here and just build one lineup. But let me break down this, uh, w- what I'm seeing here. We need to know what's going to happen with the running back situation. I am going to be interested in the Philly running back situation. I just want to know who's starting. Whoever's starting, uh, or if we hear, like, if you hear Sanders is limited, then you probably have to look at Boston Scott. Uh, If you hear for some reason Sanders is out, which isn't likely, he says he's going to play, then you definitely play Boston Scott. And then look, someone's got to run the ball for Seattle. I mean, we've got Marshawn Lynch back. He got in the end zone on a pretty outstanding classic Lynch play. Uh, I know he didn't get in one time, but he got 12 carries and got a touchdown in his first game back in the NFL all season. I think you should consider him, even though Philly is good at stopping the run, but it's a two-game slate. And then there's another guy here who's just got like an ugly name and nobody knows him and no one wants to play him but it's Travis Homer, Travis Homer, 10 carries last, uh, last week, 62 yards on 10 carries with Marshawn Lynch in the backfield. He also caught five passes out of the backfield. I ta- I text Scott Engel, the King of serious, uh, XM radio and fantasy football before the game last week. And I'm like, who is this guy? What's he do? And he said, he's a very crafty player. He's agile. They'd like to get him, uh, involved in the offense. And I think he's a sneaky running back. Uh, there's no reason to believe otherwise. I mean, he's he's involved in this offense, and someone's going to have to do it. And, uh, you know, the, the Philly running backs is kind of a question mark. I agree at wide receiver. Tyler Lockett's probably the best play. DK Metcalf, he gets targeted. There was a point where DK Metcalf was getting targeted in the red zone just as much as Lockett. I haven't looked that up in about a month, but last time I looked, they were both in the top ten. Greg Ward is uh, still your top guy over here in Philly. So I don't think we discount him. I don't think anyone mentioned him. Maybe I didn't hear it, but he's, uh, I mean, he's, he's their top guy right now. Everyone else is hurt. Even when Ertz comes back, Ward's going to be your top wide receiver there. So I do like Ward at 5,900. That's, that's a great price for a number one wide receiver on a team in a two game slate. And then. No one's really getting weird with these plays, but I know how – I'm not saying you guys don't know how it works here, but I, I, I love showdowns, and I like to pick sneaky plays. That's why I tried to pick Taysom Hill for you. I'm trying to give you a different lineup than other people might have. And one of my sneaky plays everyone's going to scoff at right now, but I'm going to say David Moore of the Seattle Seahawks. Wide receiver there. You've got uh, a hurt, uh, Jaron Brown who are two of the guys that kind of rotate in and get deep throws or looks in the end zone. I will bet you David Moore gets a look in the red zone and it just depends if it gets overthrown or he catches it. I'd like David Moore as a punt and a punt means a deep wide receiver and a big GPP. Don't touch this guy in cash, but I'm trying to give you something different than just all the top name guys that the other shows might give you. So David Moore. So what do you guys think about that call? How much David Moore are you going to have Javi?
1: Um, I'll throw one. I'll probably have like 10 lineups. I'll, I'll, I'll throw him in one. Uh, I I don't hate it. He likes, he gets targets in the red zone. That's about it. Um, He doesn't really yep. see more than two targets, usually a game. So that concerns me. Cause again, even in these, I'm still trying to find somebody who will be targeted five to 10 times. So, yeah, I, yeah, I totally agree.
0: To- total long shot. Jay, any interest there or any weird guys that you, you saw since I started talking?
2: Not really weird. I'm just going to point out recency bias. So everybody got burned by Goddard and Ward last week. They were high-owned. They were in a must-win game in what was supposed to be a smash spot, and they underperformed. So I think due to that, nobody wants to click that button again and get burned again. Their price is cheap, at least a little bit more in Ward than Goddard, but I think Ward is going to go from – you know where he was last week in a better matchup. Uh, I haven't checked the weather yet, but the weather was pretty nasty last week, and I think that's what drove down the game. You know slightly, and I think he's going to go under own. I think you make a good point that he's still a wide receiver one. If you can get him under own at a cheap value of fifty nine hundred against one of the worst secondaries of the playoffs, you you got to take some shares here. You got to get him in some lineups and. You know, if you're playing a Wentz lineup, you got to put Ward in there because um, he's the more obvious choice. But he's going to be low-owned, man. I, I don't think, you know, on the four-game slate, I don't think he's going to be that highly owned where you really want to fade him in all your lineups just because he had a bad week. I think he goes, you know, in the four-game slate with names like Michael Thomas and DeAndre Hopkins and, you know, Thielen's and Diggs. He probably ends up being to 15% own for a wide receiver one going against, you know, um, Seattle where last week in a 13, 14 or 15 game slate, whatever the hell it was, he was extremely high owned because he was the, the new shiny toy that everybody wanted. Wide receiver one really cheap and now nobody wants him because he had one bad game. So if I find out, you know, as his week progresses and we get into Saturday and Sunday, if he's going to be low-owned, I'm definitely going to eat a lot of shares of him, especially, you know, where his price is cheap. So I can get down on the Greg Ward call. I still think Goddard's in play for sure. And, you know, take his shares. It's a, it's a four-game slate. You know, the David Moore call at $4,700 on FanDuel, super cheap. And if he if he gets even eight points, ten points, and one of these high-end guys like a DeAndre Hopkins or a Diggs or a Thielen – you know, get the same point out, but you're way ahead of the field right now. And then you can maybe go get you a Henry or, or, you know, get a Michael Thomas with Hopkins together and and really stack the rest of your lineup. So I think, you know, taking shots here, if you don't take shots, you're going to be behind, you know, so there's going to be some shots you take a running back. There's going to be some shots you take a wide receiver. Nobody really knows exactly what's going to happen in that, you know, that, one red zone touch that Moore gets, but if he comes down with it, it's not a bad play. None of these plays are bad in a four game state. You just need to get those those combinations right, in that one lineup to to hit off and you, and you can walk away with a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, a million. You know, there's some big money up there, so you gotta just attack in different ways. And like David said earlier, don't get super cute in all seven, eight spots. Just get cute in two spots. And try to be different there. That's that's a great advice that he gave, and I can second that as well. So, David, that's it. Do you want to build a, a FanDuel or DraftKings lineup Saturday or Sunday? I'm down for whatever. What do you want to do?
0: Yeah, I got the uh, four-gamer pulled up. We'll run through it real quick, and it looks like you can make some beautiful lineups here. Guys, I haven't even messed with this four-teamer, but it looks super obvious. And then we're going to do a four-game parlay. So we're doing that still. We're going to try and call that. Um, but I'm going to – I think – Everyone wants me to just go ahead and throw Michael Thomas in on FanDuel over here, right? Yep. Yep. All right. Thomas is in. And then uh let's see. I'll let uh let's I guess we'll just start with Javi. Javi pick a quarterback for us, uh, the out of all four games here. Josh Allen. Yep. I was hoping that's why I started with you. I wanted you to pick Josh Allen. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. Jay, uh running back, man. Take us take us uh, give us a running back here.
2: I don't want to pick running back, man. I'm gonna leave that to the the guy who won ten thousand dollars. He can, he can pick the running back or a hundred thousand. Who you I'll, like? I'll pick. I'll I'll take the easy spot here, and I'm gonna take someone to pair with Josh Allen. I'm gonna go. I was listening to Nick on the podcast, and he says Beasley has a better matchup in the slot. I know um, John Brown is there, but let's try to go with Beasley here. Um, All right. over Brown.
0: Hey man, if anyone's been uh, hot the past few weeks in NFL, it's been Nick. He he's nailing everything. So, Cole Beasley it is. Josh Allen, Michael Thomas, Cole Beasley. All right, so I'm gonna pick someone, and I think you can. I mean, I think you can do it. I'm. I think you just put in Hopkins, and uh, we'll see what else we can get from it. But I, Hopkins is on this four four gamer. I mean, right behind Thomas. I know he's priced up, but I'm gonna try and do it and see what we come up with. So. We're gonna need a value guy, uh, Javi. You got a quarterback or a running back that you think is gonna be a good value guy for us, or even another or someone in the flex. It doesn't we matter. Got,
1: we got Josh Allen at quarterback ready, so let's go. Um, let's go. We're doing for Saturday, Sunday, right? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go, Jacob Hollister then.
0: Okay. Good. Good call. Good call. Thought you were gonna say Taysom Hill there. Thought you were going with the Taysom. Hill. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, I'm, I'm, All right. Anyways, so running back, I think uh, we're gonna have to pick someone. We've got 57.50 left. We're gonna have to get someone cheap. So I think uh, James. Man, James White and Devin Singletary are down here or we've got Homer. Who do we want? Who do we want? I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with James white because we've got the bills quarterback and wide receiver. And not that I think you have to run it back with the other team, but it would make sense to Tom Brady to dump it down to white more. That's typically what he does when they're uh, trailing. I give him a f- few more attempts. And if they're trailing with Allen and Beasley going off again, it doesn't really necessarily mean that, but Play makes sense, and the price makes sense for James White. So we have a running back spot and a flex spot. I think we should pick another cheap running back here, and then they can pick their own flex. Um, Does anyone have another cheap running back we like? Anything around this like under 7,000 range I think will work. Kamara's not an option then? Let me see if we can get Kamara. That would be Kamara and Thomas. We'd have to pick a cheap defense. And then Charlie
2: Coffee was the
1: Bills. Bills.
0: Bills, I don't know if it was. Yeah, but you don't want. Yeah, that could work. I was I was thinking for whatever reason that James White was playing the Bills. Ignore me a second ago. But um the Bills could work there. Bills could work. So those are some of the main guys we like. I don't know. We're not supposed to do the whole lineup for you guys, so we have to drop it off there, but it's only one player. And you just heard all the plays we like. It's a four-game slate. You guys can, you know, it's not fun to play our lineup. Play a couple guys you like, too. If you have a gut feel about someone that we didn't mention or weren't as high on, play them. I think that's how you win. But uh, we're going to try and roll out a four-team parlay, first time ever in Win Daily Sports history. I'm going to call it. Are we all on the Bills? We think the Bills awesome. cover this plus too. Yep. I'll yep. start
2: with the Bills. Go for it.
0: Javi, Titans or Patriots? The line is the Patriots minus five. Yeah, Patriots, I just think at home, Tom Brady, they're going to do it. Yep. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints minus – I buy it to seven, but I think they smash the Vikings here. Saints, yeah,
1: Saints are my NFC pick. So I think uh, I think they're going to beat them by more than ten personally. So. Yep. And then we've got Seahawks-Eagles. This is the tough one. We can do the
0: spread of – uh, one and a half or we can look over at the over under we can get a little weird with it at 45 uh, does anyone have a feel on who's going to win this game i think eileen seahawks they're both not good teams but i can be swayed what do you guys think
1: oh man i i, I, I think hope-
2: whatever you do uh, you take the money line if you're gonna take uh, either team just hope they win that's man. a good
0: point yeah. but
2: i can't tell you what's the over/under in the game it's uh, 45 and a half. What do you, you got to call out? I don't know. I'm not really.
1: I mean, honestly, I hate this game. I really hate it. Now, man, that's all hate, I hate this game. Um,
2: it's the toughest game to play. Both teams are
1: pretty Seattle bad. But better. Seattle's been playing better away. Let's go with the Seahawks, and I hope I'm right.
0: I like the Seahawks. This is what you do, guys. If all three of the, if you end up taking this and all three of those hit, the Seahawks-Eagles game is the last game. Just bet against it and get your money back at least. There you go. That's a, that's how you hedge that out. I think you could even do a little money line: Bills, Patriots, uh, Saints. Saints for love. But that's all my gambling advice for today. I hope that I hope that helps, guys. Uh, we're going to go check our scores. We're going to go see if Isaiah is winning that NBA qualifier. We hope you guys uh, come join us in our Discord channel. You can find the link at windailysports.com on the homepage. You can also read our content under the NFL tab, the cheat sheets, all the articles. We're going to keep you up to date. Appreciate you joining us. We'll talk to you next time.
2: Hey guys.